0: Hi, from Experiment Nation, my name is Romo Santiago, and welcome to Experiment Nation the conference Reloaded, a series where we share some of the best sessions from our most recent conference. Hi, everyone. Um... My name is uh, Simon Clark, and I am uh, head of crow at Evolved Search, uh, which is an award-winning uh, digital agency uh, in the UK. And my talk is um, entitled "Pizza Do Crow." So let's let's get into it. Um, so, in terms of an uh, agenda, um, we obviously got you know the whole point in this talk, which is um, the pizza and experimentation, and how I kind of feel they're they're very closely linked. Um, Some experimentation tips um, from, you know, from myself, um, you know, over my career, I started in design, I moved into development, uh, and then I kind of uh, dropped into Crow. Um, So, you know, some some tips from that, um, but mainly from, you know, Certainly the last kind of four years, uh, but also, you know, a pretty crazy eight months um, in a new role. Um, then we'll get on track board, event track boards, which um, you probably haven't heard of, so we'll, we'll get into that later. And then some final thoughts uh, and takeaways at the end. So let's get cracking. So what is this? What is this talk about? So obviously pizza. Obviously, experimentation um, and how, you know, those two, for me, you know, when I was thinking about this, um, are quite closely linked. Um, So the whole pizza thing came from, um, was was kind of down to the pandemic really, Um, and, you know, we took the plunge, we bought um, a pizza oven to make some, you know, delicious homemade pizza, essentially. and obviously in this you know i want to kind of talk about how i, 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 I see similarities between you know making those homemade pizzas uh, and experimentation um, hopefully you'll you'll kind of agree um so how did i start making pizzas um so obviously took the plunge you know bought that pizza oven which is i guess is the kind of the first step um And obviously, you do that, you think, great, this will be fun. And then you actually think, crap, you know, where do I start, essentially? Um, And, you know, in the note there, it says that that kind of echoes my, uh, the start to my crow career as well. Um, So in terms of the pizzas, I really just started to read the instructions. Um, Sounds like an obvious thing to say, but, you know, read the instructions from front to back, get to know that that. Oven essentially, and then in terms of the actual methods and you know ways of, of creating the the dough and you know the sources and all those those other types of things, you know I generally tended to watch the experts, um you know watch videos of, of them making it. Um, I obviously had to buy the right tools, uh, and I got a lot of recommendations from friends to do that. Um, you know the tools to to make the dough to cut, to, um, you know, put the pizza in, to turn the pizza, to get the pizza out, to check the temperature, you know, you can probably tell, you know, the list goes on. And then finally, you know, I had to research the ingredients as well. What, what are the best ingredients? You know, I probably can't just use the bog standard stuff. You know, I might have to, um, you know, get some, get some other stuff here um, to make this the best it can be. Okay, so how does this relate to crow? Um, well, you know, basically this is how I started experimentation, or you know, how I started my my kind of crow career, if you if you will. You know, we've got to learn a lot. You know, L- let's be honest, we've and we're probably constantly learning as well. Um, but very importantly, I think we've got to get the basics right. So the little note there, which is linking more back to the pizza, is you know, if you don't let your dough prove, then it's it's never going to be the best it can be. Um, And that's, you know, the right for similar for crow as well. Um, But we also need to know what the end goal is. So what is the target? What is it that we're we're striving um, to achieve? And the little note there just says, you know, don't give them, don't give your customer um, a margarita if actually, you know, they wanted the full works and and vice versa. Um, So obviously we start by understanding um, what our clients want and need, you know, what is it that they they want to achieve, what is it that that they strive for. Uh, And once we understand that, um, only at that point can, you know, for me can we then choose the right um, ingredients, the right processes, the right tools for that very specific job because very rarely are are two clients um, exactly the same. So. We know, you know, what they've chosen off the menu. We kinda know, right, this is, you know, this is what we want, but, but, but how do we get there? And on the right-hand side, we've obviously got, you know, for the pizza example, a tasty pizza, and for the experimentation um, uh, example, we've got the money. You know, I know there are other things, but that's generally what um, we're looking at. And just like in a busy kitchen, um, you know it's hot, it's sweaty. You know there's a lot of work going on um, in that middle part to get from you know the order or you know what's the end goal to then actually getting that. Um, so in terms of the end goal, in the pizza example, it's a pizza. You know, generally what we ordered. You know, a margarita or you know a pepperoni or whatever it is. Um, But there's obviously all these things that go before that to to actually you know to to create that pizza so the instructions are you know what i would say is you know the experience that that gets handed handed down so it's things like you know the how much ingredients do we need how do we mix that when do we put them in how long do we you know leave things to 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 prove etc the ingredients so all the ingredients that you need to make the pizza dough, the things that you need to make the tomato sauce, the base, the cheese, and, and finally, you know, the toppings and things like that. Um, the tools, again, very important. So, you know, we need the tools to mix, we need the tools to prove the dough, we need things to cut them up, we need things to get them in the oven, get them out of the oven, To to turn them, um, so lots of lots of things needed there, and then finally the oven as well. So incredibly important again. P- pizza ovens have to be, you know, an extremely um, high temperature, um, and you know that's I guess where the money goes into um, in terms of that final step. And that in the pizza example is is how we get that pizza. Um, in terms of experimentation, so on the flip side, you know, the, the first step is is the people and the knowledge. Um, so that's the the expertise we've, that we've done this before. We we have a, a feeling that we know what we need to do here, what we need to do here, how long it will take, what could go wrong, you know, how we want this to go to get to that end goal for that specific client. Um, the ingredients in this case are the kind of experimentation methods and processes. So, what, which ones are we going to choose here? You know, to, to get us to that end goal. Again, you know, sales leads very different. Um, you know, there'll be there'll be different clients who have different customer bases. So, there's lots lots of different things we can do there. Um, the crow, to, crow tools. So again, very important. So, how are we going to, you know, look at the analytics? how are we going to look at sessions or heat maps and how are we going to do things like ab testing so again very very important and then the final step is you know the website the app that's you know the thing that's going to get us to that point of of those sales and leads so that kind of um, is is the final step i would say in terms of, of us getting that end goal um so how to create the best experimentation program or project or whatever it is. So I, I really think these steps, these early steps are crucial. So the people, the knowledge and the methods and the processes. So for me, um, these are the kind of things that, that I've been learning of over time. So I, I definitely think um, if you can build a team of, of absolute specialists in their field, you're always going to get one step ahead. Now, I know that's, um, you know, hard with recruitment and things like that, but if you've got specialists who, you know, live and breathe their specialism, it's just going to make it, you know, much easier to to, to get to that end goal and it'll make it more fun as well, let's be honest. Um, Constantly learn from others. I know this sounds obvious, but, you know, I think sometimes we, we look to you know, I don't know, videos online or, you know, blog articles or whatever it is. But, you know, just listening to people on whatever social platform, I won't get into that, but, you know, and, and and you know, reaching out to them, ask them how they learned what they know. And that leads on to, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions of of people in the experimentation community as well, there will always be someone who has been there and done that, who's you know had the issue that you've had or broken through that barrier um, so again just just don't be afraid to ask questions nobody knows everything so you know don't underestimate yourself don't get yourself down if, if you're stuck um, because you know you will get through that um, you know through your own experimentation uh, and your own learnings um, and just working with different clients and um, getting through it like that um, and finally, just here, just, you know, use somewhere like LinkedIn again, not exclusively that, but, you know, as a place to follow experts, again, that sounds obvious, but that's how I've learned so much, you know, ask questions, pick up tips, Is there, are there any arising themes that are coming up and really learn from them. Um, and I don't think I've got it on there, but, you know, podcasts as well. I've, I've I've learned so many different things just from listening to podcasts, and you get to know people um, who are real experts because you listen to them for, for 30, 40, 50 minutes. Um, in terms of methods and processes, so absorb as much as you can from, from your peers, from different teams in your um, company, and from the client as well, You know that, that's a really good way to learn. As well as you know expert websites such as you know a couple of examples there cxl or copy hackers and things like that um but i think crucial is to to produce your own process that suits your team so one framework and process that works in say a big team might not apply to a smaller team and vice versa so i think that's really really important um, create an experimentation framework that, be, that can be used across all your clients so for me that's your base conversion research and um, online testing and then innovate on top of that and that's gonna you know you've got that base and then you can innovate and do other things that that really make your your company and your framework um, you know really unique Um, And linked to that, you know, adapt and innovate. So if you find something more efficient or more creative working in a team, you know, let's look at that. And then finally, um, automate. So I've listened to many, many podcasts and read many things on this. um, and It's so crucial. So anything that's taken time over and over, if you're doing a task over and over, we need to automate that. Um, so, And the reason for that is so you can spend more time being more creative, you can spend more time talking to your client, collaborating with your client, having workshops. And the automation side of it is is just sitting there doing its job. And that leads me onto to event track boards. <clears throat> so this is something that I've been using um, for a while now. Um, it's not a new thing, I don't think, but it's maybe a new way of doing it. So. So, an event track board is, is basically um, a, a dashboard or a place to, to track page performance. And we do that on a monthly basis and by device. Um, so, essentially, we're, we're looking at um, tracking the key elements on your key page templates around the website. So, that's places such as the homepage, the, the PLP, the product page, the checkout funnel. Um, and it's really great place just to be able to to go in and 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 figure something out or or check something, f- find out what's working, what's not, you know, see if there's anything, any themes coming up. Um, they're, they're really really great, uh, and this is kind of almost how to, how I use them myself on a day to day basis. So there's one which is a bit of a full circle. So the first one is you could create um, a customer survey to understand what information is missing, uh, sorry, what information is most important on a page. Then what you could do is, based on the results of that, use a, an event track board to make sure this, this information is, is A, on the page, you know, is that information that every, you know 80% of people said they want, is that on the page? And B, is it accessible? So is that information behind an accordion? Is it behind a tab? You know, that you could be missing out on, you know, 90% of people viewing that important information that they've said is important. So that's really, really good. Um, You can also share this dashboard with designers and developers in the uh, client's team. Um, The designers can use this for design decisions going forward, you know, there might be thinking of revamping the product page you know they come to the track board you know what is what is crucial what what can't we what can what do we need to leave on the page and what can't we take off and what can we take off Um, and the developers can use it in terms of investigating um, drop-offs and specific form errors and things like that what's also good is to add notes to your track board so you can understand when Web releases and new features um, get released to the site, and you can, you know, you can then check, you know, whether that had a positive or a negative effect. Um, and that, again, that's really crucial. And finally, you know, just see the actual page performance. Um, you know, you can have your, um, you know, you can link it to revenue, bounce rate, ex- exit rate, um, page value, etc. You know, there's loads of things you can include in there to give you almost like a well-rounded um, view of your, your key te- page templates. You can create performance track boards, which basically just does what it says on the tin, tracks, you know, the performance of the overall site, and it allows you to drill down to specific elements as well. So in the, in the survey example, you know, that could have been, there's some information that is really crucial, but it's behind um, an accordion. You know, how many people are actually clicking that accordion? Is going to relate to how many people actually see that information, in uh, form fields, etc. So, just some final thoughts, and then that's that's it from me. So, um, I think simplicity is is crucial. Simplicity when making a pizza. Think of the pizza dough. It's flour, yeast, salt, and water, and that is it. And I think simplicity in experimentation is key as well. You know, what your client. What does your client want? What's that end goal? You need a plan on how to do that. You need the tools to achieve that, the right tools, and then you need the measurement so that you know that is working um, and that links into communication with the the client as well. Um, In terms of the pizza example, you know, there's a technique to cold prove your pizza dough and essentially that just allows the yeast to work longer. On the, on the sugars in the flour and that helps it de- develop a, a much deeper flavor. So using that technique on your clients, you know allow us to co-prove your website and it will it will perform much better, but it might take longer. Uh, and finally, um, set expectations. again, I think this is this is said a lot in the experimentation community, but you know set expectations early, early on and communicate as much as you can. Generally, we'll use the first month to kind of onboard the client, ask them questions, perform that crucial kind of conversion research. If the client's picky, you know, we'll, we'll maybe do some quick, you know, low hanging fruit tests, A B tests, just to get the ball rolling and let them know what we're about. And then finally, communicate. So I'm a big believer in communication with clients. Communicate test plans, test results, test dashboards, um, customer surveys, and, and survey results docs. You know usability testing reports, and you know the experimentation roadmaps. We want to keep them in the loop as much as possible, so they they can see the value um, in the teams um, who are working on on it. And that is everything. So thank you very much for listening. Um, and yeah, I hope to, to speak to you soon.